Hey everyone, welcome back to Child Of. Uh, two weeks ago, we talked about cults, and this week I wanted to delve more into that and I wanted to talk about what to do after you get out of that cult like environment or that familial cult that you've been in. Um, when you're in a cult, you kind of do as you're told. You might question things in your own mind, but you know better than to question it out loud. And if you're operating outside of cult rules, you're likely doing it in secret. So, for example, like my family was really strict. My parents were extremely strict growing up. And especially when my father was around, there was this sort of fear of his anger, his wrath, um, his criticism, because he could be very poignant with his words. And so I spent a lot of time doing things in private or in secret growing up. And that translated in a really powerful way into my adult life. I find myself doing things secretly, things that aren't even, they're not bad things. They're just things that I'm doing throughout my day, but I prefer to do them in isolation because I'm so used to that fear of doing something wrong. Now, you could experience these symptoms and come from a cult-like family unit, or you could be coming from just an emotionally abusive situation. And I think often the lines can be very blurred between these two subjects. So emotional abuse causes you to hide a lot of things in your life, and cult-like familial environments can do the same. When it boils down to it, abuse is abuse, and it will oftentimes look the same. People ask why it seems like all abusers have read the same manual or handbook, and it, it is really interesting that so many tactics spread across different people, different countries. It all looks the same in the end. For me, my situation was definitely emotionally abusive, having a narcissist for a father, but I also consider it cult-like because there was religion involved and it was this sort of ideology that was required to for you to believe. And not just to believe, but to believe a certain way and to interpret everything the way that my father deemed it should be interpreted. The problem with these situations is that they do not allow you to ask questions or to learn organically as you should as a child by, you know, trial and error and figuring things out for yourself. When someone constantly tells you what to believe, you never have the opportunity to learn how to come to your own individual conclusions about things. And this is really important if you're going to grow up and be a free-thinking person. If you're never able to learn how to make decisions, how to think for yourself, how to come to a conclusion on your own, and you're never given that space, you are easily manipulated, easily able to be conformed to someone else's ideology and you're very out of touch in general with who you are or what you think. You just have no idea what those things even are. It really troubles me that we are taught and it's ingrained in us to stop asking questions. And when we do that, we stop learning. And when we stop learning, we start to get left behind by our peers. I know 
in my life, it's been really upsetting to realize that I am further behind than I would like to be in life because I was so stunted emotionally and psychologically, I wasn't able to get to the point where I was thinking about what most people were thinking about at my age. When I left home initially, I did not have the skill set of knowing how to ask questions. I had to build that in myself. It took me a long time to realize that I even needed to start asking questions and figuring things out for myself because it just wasn't even something that I thought about. What I know now is that asking questions is extremely important in any aspect of your life. It helps you to learn and when you're meeting someone for the first time or if you're having a conversation with someone that you've known for a little while, asking questions and maybe even disagreeing with them gives you kind of a keyhole look into their character. What I've noticed is that when you disagree with someone, it brings out a part of them that wouldn't necessarily be obvious. So if you're disagreeing with a healthy person or having a debate, um, they're going to be super willing to see things from your point of view, maybe not agree with you still, but understand where you're coming from. When you're disagreeing with someone who's unhealthy or narcissistic, emotionally abusive, or just not a good person, when you disagree with them, it will bring up a lot of red flags. They will get defensive. They will be abusive to you verbally, and they will try to push you to conform to their own views. So asking questions, learning, and being able to be at a point where you can disagree with someone because you know what you think, granted with some room for error, you know that maybe you might be able to change your mind. We're not infallible, but being secure in that will help you to determine who should be in your life and who shouldn't. Like I said before, when you are trained not to ask questions and just to do as you're told or to believe as someone else believes, you're really highly open to being manipulated and that's what abusers want. They want someone who is malleable and that's why they do what they do. So if you're listening to this and you've just come out of an abusive situation, abusive relationship, or you're just leaving home, or you left home but you don't know what to do next, learn to start questioning things. Learn to start coming to your own conclusions. Ask yourself questions about literally everything in your life and see what your responses are. Write them down. It might even be helpful to write down what you're supposed to think and then go off of that and be like, okay, this is what they wanted me to think, but what do I actually think about this? And give yourself time to process the information. Also, be wary of any group as you move forward in your life that does not allow any sort of difference of opinion or different ways of thinking about a certain topic or issue. If they are intent on only seeing things one way and react in an abusive or hostile manner when that's challenged, steer clear. Healthy relationships and healthy environments allow for our differences as unique, God-breathed, individual human beings. We are not robots. We are works of art. And within that, there is nothing that is quite the same in any of us. 
That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much again for being here with me. As always, if you want to reach out, if you'd like to share your story with me or just ask me a question, uh, my Instagrams are linked in the podcast description. I hope you all have a blessed and grace-filled week. I will talk to you all again next Tuesday.